Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I just saved 15% by switching my car insurance to Geico. Ah, there you go. And today it is episode 18 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is lost on Gobotron. This episode is a story by Jeff and Kelly and Eric Lewald. And the teleplay was by Eric Lewald. And the last time on Challenge of the GoBots, Leader One and the Guardians exiled Exor and her tiny yet somehow threatening force of five whole insectoid soldiers <laughs> back to the 21st level. And on this episode, the GoBots and the humans are headed to Go. Gobotron for a peace conference. Yeah, we're up flying in space, and uh, when they get to Gobotron, Scooter wants to show them where he was programmed and grew up. Yes, the town is called Gobana, so does every town. Is there Gobana? Is there Goshire? Is there Gobodale? Is there... <laughs> anyway, Leader One is like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go sightseeing Scooter, but this is the peace conference, don't forget. So um, as they're getting there, this was the one part of this... Actually, there was a couple parts of this episode. This was the one part of this episode that had nothing to do with Matt that I liked. Um, and AJ's like, hey, why does Gobotron look like that? Yeah, why does it look like an apple core? And later one explains, well, the middle part is old Gobotron. And uh, the kids these days and the other parts of it have never seen it, except it's right there. there yeah, Literally, like new Gobotron... The core of that touches. So anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. But Leader One, the important part, I guess, is Leader One says it's basically a place of strife and suffering and everybody there lives horrible lives and we don't do anything to help them. Fuck them. <laughs> and then we're in Gobana and Scooter's just showing all the humans around. Yep. Here's the, the largest metal mountain ever made. And right across the street from that is the 802 story, whatever he calls it. And it's the tallest building on Gobana, I think he's... It's Gobana, yeah. yep. And uh, as the command center is flying over, this blue guy that looks a bit like Who's Adam Clayton yeah, puts yes. on headphones. Who's, who is this guy? That it like, looks like he just finished making. Yeah, he, <laughs> he he basically says, hey, alert everybody, there's humans on their way to Gobana, let's get them. Yeah, because he can see through the walls of the command center. <laughs> yeah, we never see this guy again. Anyway, um, so they're driving around Gobana, the humans are on scooter, and like we're, you know, he's showing them places though that he's like, here's where I was born. Here's my favorite play area. Area. Like, yeah. this GoBot is four years old. From when he was, like, back when he was a skateboarder, whatever <laughs> it was, he, before he grew up. And, but yeah. then we have, a, a, well, a renegade and his goon show up. Yeah, this ogre-looking thing and this orange and blue renegade GoBot. That's right, it's a brand new GoBot. A, a guardian? No. Uh, a renegade. Yeah, it's a renegade. And his name is Trifan. Trifan? No, it's, um, it's Flytrap. Well, that's a dumb... Oh, it's a garbage truck. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You, you all right, man? Huh? You seem kind of out of it. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, hey, have you two seen Lou lately? He's been acting real weird ever since I mentioned all the garbage and sawdust I was getting for him. Why were you getting him garbage and sawdust? Who? Lou. What? Garbage and sawdust. Who's got garbage and sawdust? Lou. Yeah, he could use some garbage and sawdust. Who? Jesus Christ, shut up, both of you. Herman, we don't know what's wrong with Lou. We'll talk to you after the show. Paul, it is a new renegade. His name is Flytrap, and his lackey is named Gorn, and they arrive to capture the humans. Yep, and Matt says he'll take care of these goons, but uh, the Gorn thing backhands him one. Oh, he goes flying. And then, uh, and then Flytrap. Flytrap shoots down Scooter. And says, no one will ever find them. And then we go to Leader One, who's sitting at a desk going, where are they? Uh, because the conference is about to start, and for whatever reason, if humanity isn't represented at this conference, it's all <laughs> going to go to hell. Yeah, the treaty might not get passed or something. And now, uh, I, I still haven't written down as whoever this is, because I thought it was just a generic goon until 
the end of the episode when they finally name him. Yeah, Flytrap throws Nick and AJ from 15 feet in the air, 30 feet across the room onto a stone floor. <laughs> yeah. But they're fine. It feels like we haven't seen that in a while, though. We used to see that all the time in G1. Yeah. Do you know what else I noticed here is that uh, on old Gobotron, a metal planet, he shuts a wooden door. Yes. He shuts, in fact, the first <laughs> of about seven wooden doors we'll see in this episode. That was almost the rant. It really was. <laughs> so uh, they're in the room behind this wooden door, and all of a sudden, Psyche appears in a modern and he's like i caught you and they say leader one's gonna save us and he says i know yeah because you see the inhabitants of this part of gobotron aren't exactly the friendliest things and speaking of which here they are outside the door and it looks like an episode of the muppet show oh they're just yeah all all these things there's no two things that look alike and they're all just goofy (laughs) um oh and uh, this whole thing is going to make leader one miss the peace conference and that'll fall (laughs) apart but we go back to the conference um it's already started and zemon is it's wor- he's worried that the humans won't show when the conference starts, even though the conference seems to have already started, but whatever. <laughs> Leader One says, I'll go find them. So he flies off and uh, he gets a hold of Scooter, who's uh, just coming around, I guess, and Scooter tells him, I think the humans were kidnapped and as soon as Leader One lands, he asks Scooter what happened. And like, it'd be funny if Scooter was like, dude, I just fucking told you. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, they, I think they fly off now, but we then go to Flytrap and Gorn and they arrive in the humans' Uh, cell and this was this was one of my favorite map moments yeah he jumps 10 feet in the air oh yeah and like do you remember the um, trinity's kick at the very beginning of the first matrix movie how she like jumps up in the air with her legs arched you know tucked up like that and then boots the guy he pulls that off on gorn yeah. and knocks gorn on his ass it's like the flying sidekick on the poster for like the dragon the blues bruce lee story remember that? but remember? 10 feet in the air yeah this guy needs to get into the nba <laughs> Yeah, so. Actually, you know what? Man just needs to run for president of Earth. <laughs> or governor. Yeah. <laughs> governor of North America first. Yeah. So, yeah, they run for it, and they head down an alley and duck inside a doorway, which, because this is the bad part of town, isn't locked. <laughs> and uh, they think they'll be safe in here. And then another GoBot they didn't notice before says, of course you'll be safe in here because you're mine now, and I protect my stuff. <laughs> Commercial break. And when we come back, this GoBot, who we don't get his name, much like Gorn, we don't get his name to way later in the episode um and he doesn't have a toy do you hear that herman there's no toy yeah, fuck you too. jerk anyway um he tells uh he brings the humans out in like a uh basically a cage and he's showing them off like a circus attraction yeah like a sideshow kind of a thing it's like they're from the exotic planet earth and oh Ooh. look how freaky they are and meanwhile like his little hangers on goblin he calls them his urchins kobold things are just running around the crowd <laughs> picking pockets yeah um but so they finish picking pockets and then uh this gobot who looks like he's a beat up but he looks really tough he's got like yeah. a spiky head he's like like a dome head but with spikes on it he's got a big uh grill mouth he looks like he has uh tr- tank treads everywhere mm. but um he says hey it's time for the real show he actually sounds a lot like psychic well yeah it's the exact same voice pretty much especially when later when they're talking to each other it's like it's like uh, on family guy where uh Lois's father is talking to the doctor and they oh, realize yeah. they have the exact same voice. Oh yeah, I never noticed that before. Yeah, isn't that something else? <laughs> <laughs> so uh Matt ends up looking through a wooden door with a window, conveniently, to watch a gladiator fight. And it's it's basically two hoverboards over a pit of lava, and the yep. loser is the one who gets knocked in the pit first. And uh 
in this corner, it's the Beast of Andromeda, which is a constellation, not a particular star. And he's up against Tongue the Ruthless, which I guess is T-U-N-G. I have it written down as like T-O-N-G-U-E. Yeah, they get into it in the little floaty dailies, and it ends by Tongue the Ruthless dropping the other guy into lava on a kid's show. Yeah. Oh, and that is not the first death no. by falling into lava. In fact, Tongue's going to get his in a bit. But uh, Scooter and Leader One, they arrive in old Gobatron, and they fly down to the surface. Okay, so this is one of those episodes, much like The Gambler, where it didn't have to be Gobots. This could have been any uh, cartoon franchise in the 80s because we get we just now watch this gladiator fight for like two minutes of two creatures we don't know we've never met we're not connected to at all and they both fall in the lava and back in the cell whoever this gobot is that has exactly Psykill's voice comes in to see matt and says yeah what do you think about the games and matt's like i'm not fucking doing that man and then the guy's like, yeah, I don't care. You're next. This was maybe my favorite line from the episode. Uh, he says, if you don't fight, I'll kill the two kids. And Matt says, you wouldn't. And this GoBot says, I would, and I'd sell tickets. <laughs> oh, so it's on, and it's Matt the Hunter now versus... Th that was another part I liked. Tongue the Ruthless, and it's over as fast as it starts because... Tongue loses his balance, I guess, and falls in. Yeah, Matt knows how to dodge. But So I guess uh, that's been... like how they resolve this fight without Matt actually killing the other guy. Exactly, yeah. Like, they couldn't have him kill someone. But uh, we then go to um, this GoBot. He, he's talking with Matt in the hallway. And th this... Well, this was another part I liked. He explains, look, I was a fighter in the pits. I became who I am now. I know talent when I see it. You are good. No shit. Uh, why don't you stay here and fight for the rest of your life? And Matt says no. So he gives him the classic deal. One more fight. If you win, you get your freedom. If you lose, you have to stay here forever. Yep. So, uh... If he loses, wouldn't he be dead? Anyway, yep. meanwhile, Leader One and Scooter land at a random building and ask an alien rooting through a garbage can if he's seen three humans, like this thing would know what a human is, and <laughs> it just yells, Guardians! And just runs for it. I really like this. I would have loved to see a little more exploration into that, that in old Gobotron, Guardians are like police out of control in a impoverished neighborhood, right? Like yeah. nobody trusts them. But uh, then we go back to old Gobotron, and, or I guess we're still on it, but uh, Nick and AJ get tossed into Nick's cell and a wooden door gets shut behind them. Mm -hmm. And outside Psykill and the two goons from earlier, I have them written down as, and uh, they need to speak to the manager, I guess. And uh, we find out this old grizzled Gobot's name is Rex. Mm. Uh, and he walks in. Uh, it's like there's there's a little bit of back and forth here because they have a history which is kind of neat there are things in this episode i like but on the whole it's dumb um but psycho's like hey i know you have those humans i want them go get them and don't keep me waiting i'm not patient i'm not a patient man and rex is like oh yeah so i've heard so they they bite at each other a bit rex goes to the back room and says hey psycho's here you three screw but Psykill doesn't trust this Rex, so he sends uh, Gorn to follow him. Mm. And what Gorn sees is Psykill letting them go. There's a great, I love this little bit here where Matt's like, why are you doing this? And Rex says, don't ask, just go. And Matt runs away and goes, thanks, guy. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. When anybody calls, whenever a guy calls another guy guy, it makes me laugh. Yeah, the humans uh, make a break for it down this escape tunnel and the wall closes behind them. And uh, speaking of things behind other things, Psykill was behind Rex this whole time <laughs> and saw that whole thing and he punches his fucking mouth loose. 
<laughs> and he's going to, he's like, oh, I'm going to make you live up to your name, Rex, commercial break. Uh, when we come back, Annette lands on Psykill out of nowhere, and then on Flytrap, and then Rex's urchins just kind of run up. They trip up all, uh, both the renegades, and one of them jumps on Gorn's toe. Yeah, and like, how many of these things are there? Because oh, now two more of them swing on a table. They have, like, tied to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, there's there's as many of them, I guess, as Rex needs, uh, because then there's even enough for them to just pick him up and march him through the secret passage. Yep, which they somehow open, even though the switch is high on the wall. And Psykill's like, oh, that old Gobot is not long for this world. So we go then to Scooter and Leader One. They're walking around in what looks like kind of like post-apocalyptic 1980s Manhattan. Yeah, it's like like the 87 Ninja Turtles cartoon. Very much so. Some places look so. like that. Yeah, so uh, they're walking around, and uh, this is an old Gobatron, and this is even when Leader One's like, yeah, everybody here lives horrible, horrible lives, and we never, ever come here, and we don't help them at all. We're such an advanced species. But... Uh, then they arrive at a place called Unity Square. Yes, and in Unity Square and places like it, there's always a creature that controls the streets, and if they find him, they'll find the kids. To which Scooter says, wait a minute, how do you know that? You've been here before? And it turns out Leader One was here before, and that will never come back in this episode again. Uh, but we go to the room uh, with Nick and AJ and... and uh, um, fucking Matt Ugh. and a bunch of just locals and it looks like there's a GoBot up in the balcony and they're trying to figure out what to do and this blue creature explains to AJ the reason they stick with Rex is because he kind of looks after them and they have nowhere else to go yeah and then all of a sudden the door opens in the wall and a bunch of the little urchins fly in and they say we need uh, or no not we Rex needs your help or he's gonna die I guess and Matt doesn't want to, but this, I can't believe I'm saying this, Paul. <laughs> I agree with what Nick says. Yeah, well, it's kind of like that line that I think Grimlock said in that one where he and uh, Daniel were in the Red Wizards thing. If, if we don't trust somebody, we'll never get anywhere mm -hmm. because we don't know anybody here. We got to, you know. Got to trust someone. So yeah. we then go to Leader One and Scooter walking through the streets again, and they just get fired upon by Psykill and Flytrap and Gorn, who are just there. Yeah. And the, I'm still down as the ogre thing. Like, Gorn's just like, huh, huh, huh. It's like, it's like the script just said, the actual huh written out rather than just laughter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reading every single one individually. So the uh, Guardians split up. Flytrap converts and Gorn jumps on his back and they chase after Scooter. And then Psykill and Leader One fly through the air. Yeah, he goes after Leader One, but Leader One converts and starts doing all kinds of maneuvers to dodge. And back with the humors, the blue creature takes them to Rex and another helper thing runs in and says, Flytrap, I so guess that's where we find out this guy's name, that he's helping Psykill. And I think, does he mention Leader One and Scooter? Because he, he says two GoBots. I assumed he meant Leader One and Scooter are there. Whatever he, he means, uh, Matt looks through another wooden door, and this is when he sees Flytrap chasing Scooter. And Matt has to do something. So uh, uh, outside they get Scooter Corner, but now Matt has the platform thing from before yeah. and whatever kind of weapon that's supposed to be and he's like come on clown i heard you were <laughs> tough so flytrap runs at him and the urchins have a little trip rope there they trip him up and then suddenly matt and gorn are just squaring off in the yes. lava pit they're just there they get the thing all set up and uh yeah matt's gonna fight him in the ring and right back to leader one he and psykill are still blasting at each other but now psykill is on the ground and he manages to land a shot and leader one is going down okay and then what the fuck was this with the garbage <laughs> I, I i have to assume that the urchins were throwing shit at him from off camera but they never cut to that no but just out of nowhere i can't 
green paint hits Psykill in the head. Then a trash can just gets stuck over his hand, and then he tries to blast that off, and somehow that knocks a wall down onto him. Yeah, I don't know. It was like he turned into Steve Urkel for a second. There's a relevant uh, <laughs> reference. But we then go back to Matt, who is severely outmatched. Turns out Gorn is one of the best lava hover pit gladiator fighter whatever the fuck they call themselves in history yep and gorn manages to disarm matt and rex is watching from the cell i guess and then matt jumps from his platform to gorn's and tackles him and i guess gorn falls into the lava but it doesn't show it yeah they've been they're fairly tasteful like when people fall in the lab you only see one guy actually go in everybody else the other three gorn and those other two we saw were all off camera and but even the guy you see fall into the lava he's just boop and he's in and gone you don't see any thrashing yeah, about no it. hand coming back up like the terminator here yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's very child friendly it's as child friendly as you can be throwing people into lava but uh it's, so the day's saved everybody's fine in the end and uh, all the renegades are caught and leader one says to rex hey why don't you come up to new gobotron yeah, later one tells Rex to come up to the surface world and get a job. It's the old Galactic Peace Conference bit again, is it? And this thing is doomed, doomed to fail if three humans don't get there in time. What, are they going to start without them? Like, these other guys have to get home for dinner or something? But hold on, where the hell does Gobatron get off hosting a conference on Galactic Peace when just across the planet in old Gobatron they knowingly allow the beings that live there to live in absolute squalor and virtual slavery to this Rex asshole whose minions rob them blind when distracted by his sideshows and who also hosts fights to the death between sentient beings, some of them against their will. Like, might want to put some effort into helping lift those people out of that situation before helping another planet with the problems, guys. And why these three humans, or better yet, why humans at all? Why beings from a small planet orbiting an unremarkable star far from the center of the galaxy that have to rely on Gobatron technology to defend themselves, for the most part, from the renegades, or to even travel to other star systems? And not only that, just like today, Earth had quite a few concerning problems in 1985 that drastically and disproportionately affected poverty-stricken areas more severely that advanced civilizations might want us to take care of before joining their little club. Like AIDS, crack, famine in Ethiopia, homeless Vietnam vets. You know what? Listen to We Didn't Start the fire by billy joel because i'm basically here we are at the end of another episode of the transformers nitpickers podcast show the next episode paul and i are going to review is Psykill shrinking rave you want to see two guys who aren't named ray you can find us on twitter <laughs> i'm at john soby paul is at p mcpherson one yeah, make sure you rate and rate and yeah. review uh, so, no nah, that, that was okay and review us on your podcast app whatever it is you listen to us with and tell all your friends tell everybody you know you can tell them they can find old episodes of the transformers nitpickers podcast show at transformers nitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transforming guy see you later